listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 22nd of February 2022 from the SBS newsroom. Uh, later, my interview with the CEO of Cochlear, Dig Howitt. But first to the crisis in Ukraine and how it's spooking global investors. The ASX 200 down 1% today, 7,161. Brent oil is at a seven-year high because energy prices are climbing, particularly in Europe. Just how concerned should we be? And what else is the market worried about? I spoke earlier with Macquarie's Martin Lakos. Martin, to what extent are investors worried about these increasing tensions in Ukraine? and Russia. Look, there's absolutely no doubt that investors are being very cautious. We're seeing obviously sell-offs in global financial markets right around the world uh, on the U- on the U- Ukrainian and Russian tensions. Uh, but of course, there's an overlay here as well that we've seen markets come off right through January, also on concerns around inflation and the prospect of the interest rate cycle now turning with the likelihood of interest rates rising. Now, that combination of that is certainly putting pressure on markets. But typically, Ricardo, uh, geopolitical or regional skirmishes tend to have very little overall impact on global growth. And in fact, global growth is still exceeding expectations. And so it's really going to be around central banks doing playing this balancing act between wanting to ensure or certainly signalling that they've got inflation under control without crimping the recovery. So there's actually a lot going on that investors have really got to be focusing in on. So given all of that, how's it being played out on the share market today? Well, certainly we're down again, you know, down well over 1% um, across the, pretty much across the board. But there are, there are definitely some uh, components of the market that are actually doing very well. So, you know, without the headlines, we are within a reporting season and we're now into the third week. The first half of the reporting season was actually fairly neutral. That is where we monitor um, expectations and whether there's been company results have beaten expectations or not. Uh, but certainly this third week, we're seeing a lot more results beating expectations. And that was certainly the case today. Companies like Best and Less uh, beat expectations, as did Costa uh, and also uh, Monodelphus. And they've put in very strong uh, share price performances, so strongly up in a day where the market is down. So given that environment, how do you invest? Where are the opportunities? We continue to really focus on a couple of things. The early stages of an interest rate cycle and what, where do we get performance? Well, certainly the resources sector and commodities tend to do very well because it's very much a reflection that the economy is doing quite well. The fact that central banks feel the need to, uh, to move from emergency interest rate settings to more normalised interest rate, rate settings. We've also got to focus on the post-COVID uh, recovery. So obviously companies in transport, or tourism uh, are going to do quite well, as are private hospitals uh, with non-essential surgeries coming back into the fray, uh, along with obviously pathology and imaging as well. So those ancillary businesses should do quite well. And we don't think the tech sector is over just yet, although the NASDAQ is down 16% since uh, early, or sorry, late November last year. We're starting to look again at those uh, potential uh, tech companies in things like cybersecurity, uh, in robotics and artificial intelligence. So, again, there are some key uh, thematics there. We think this is a potential buying opportunity. But, again, caution is very much first and front of mind. 
Martin Lankos there from Macquarie. Now, one of the best performers on the 200, in fact, it was the best performing stock today, was hearing implant maker Cochlear shares up 9%. That's as it says that it sold around 18,600 implant units uh, across the world in the last half. That's an increase of 7%. Most of them, in fact, there, there was growth rather in implant sales in emerging markets. As a result, it saw underlying profit rise 26% to $157 million and it'll increase its interim dividend by 35% to $1.55 per share. Its CEO, Dig Howard, has some interesting observations about the healthcare system, given that he is a, a health provider of sorts, given they make hearing implants. And I spoke with him a little earlier. Dig, I know it's a broad question to start off with, but what were the pros and cons that the pandemic threw at you in this result? I think in, in this result, what we saw uh, was very strong first half sales, particularly driven by um, our upgrades, which is people who already have an implant getting the latest generation of processor to give them better hearing and the ability to benefit from new technology. So we really saw clinics opening up uh, and people getting those upgrades. In terms of um, what's, what was difficult in the last half was hospital operating theatre capacity and the restrictions of that capacity, particularly in the United States, uh, and that limited the number of surgeries that uh, were able to be done. Yeah, touching on that, Omicron really impacted every part of the economy, including hospitals. Nurses had to take time off just like anyone else that was exposed to the, to the virus. So in the markets in which you operate, are you starting to see that start to ease now? Certainly starting to see the, the impact of Omicron uh, easing. And as you said, nurses would get or doctors could get an infection and then have a, a week in isolation or so. Um, what hasn't started to ease yet is that um, certainly in the US, a number of nurses, whether through fatigue or whatever, have left nursing. Um, and that's created some gaps in hospital staffing and limitations on operating theatre capacity. That hasn't eased yet. Do you think that's, that, that's a potential issue here in Australia? Oh, look, I think there's certainly some issues here in Australia in terms of um, hospital staffing and shortages, not to the extent that we are seeing in the US, um, but we are seeing it in other countries uh, as well. Okay, let's talk about growth for the organisation. And if it is in the emerging world where you've seen an increase in sales in, in units, right, what about price? Is that a hindrance, especially in these types of poorer uh, countries? Yeah, so in, in certainly there is an opportunity for us to grow in the emerging world and has been a good growth part of the business over time. Uh, what we do is we, we offer our products at a range of different prices to in emerging markets to cater for um, the ability of people to pay or the lack of ability to pay to try to um, get as broader access as we as we can while still um, being sensible about how we run the business. So certainly big opportunities and most of the implants that we do in emerging markets are in children um, and there's a combination of governments paying and also parents paying directly as well. We've spoken about the external world. Uh, let's talk about shareholders, right? What kind of a message are you trying to send to them with that 35% increase in the uh, interim dividend? Uh, so that's that's a continuation of our policy of aiming to pay out 70% of our net 
profit as dividends to shareholders. And our message, consistent message to shareholders, is that we are a business that thinks very long-term. We aim for long-term growth. We aim to support our customers throughout their lifetime and therefore run the business conservatively from a financial perspective to ensure that we are able to deliver on uh, for our customers over their lifetimes. Cochlear CEO there, Dig Howitt. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.